in my personal opinion, it's important to work for somebody else before you go out on your own. Sure. There's a lot to learn outside of esthetician school. And I feel like it's easier. It's not impossible. It's easier to go and work for somebody else and figure out what you really like. Hey, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Make It Glow show. I'm your host, Megan Greencorn, owner and founder of the Glow Lounge Indie, a medical spa where we focus on the health and healing of the skin while working with our clients to help them see and embrace their inner goddess beauty. Over the last decade, I've built a spa I used to only dream about, and now I have the freedom I always used to crave, the freedom to do whatever I want in life whenever I want to do it. On the show, we talk about owning and running a successful beauty business, entrepreneurial advice and tips, business and success mindset and strategies, as well as trustworthy skin advice for anyone looking to improve the health and appearance of their skin. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this podcast can help you enhance your business, your life, and your skin. What's up, Glow Lounge family? Welcome to another episode of the Make It Glow show. I'm so fucking excited this week. Yes, Ashley, I swear on the podcast, you can too. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) But this is our second guest ever. This is Ashley from Black Label Aesthetics and Project Evolve. Ashley, say hi. Hi. (laughs) Her little voice is so pretty. So today we're just going to talk about community over competition because this is something that I feel like you hear a lot about it in the industry, Mm -hmm. like community, 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 community. But like, what does it actually mean? (laughs) (laughs) And should you have a community versus trying to do it on your own? Are you afraid to have a community? Maybe you've had some bad experiences. We're going to talk about ours because everyone loves story time. But I think first things first, Ashley, just tell us about you and your background and what you're doing right now. Yeah. So I took notes because, you know, notes are key. <laughs> Got to be prepped. <laughs> exactly. Um, so starting in the industry, I basically started in high school. I was the girl that did everybody's prom hair, makeup, hair and makeup, um, did friends hair and stuff on the weekend, cut people's hair and colored it um, at like 14, which it's like, why did you allow me to do that? Why was my mom allowing me to do that? That's the real question. So kitchen beautician from the beginning. Yes, from the start, straight from the start. Um, so I thought I wanted to do hair. So we had the option where you could go half day at school and half day at like a trade so lucky. school. Yeah. Exactly. So I went to cosmetology school. Um, that was my junior and senior year. And then when I graduated from high school, I obviously had my cosmetology license, um, never worked at a salon, nothing. (laughs) I did it for friends at home. Like literally Betsy came to my basement one time and I fixed her hair. (laughs) Betsy's a Uh, mutual friend of ours. (laughs) (laughs) And I, um, just did not like doing hair at all. It was terrifying to me. That is so scary. Like I just, no, I can't do it. So (laughs) I went to Ivy tech for one semester Mm. And I did all online classes while yep. I was working, which one, it's not smart to do all online classes your first semester of college. Yeah. Um, failed all my classes. Oh, and was shit. Like, <laughs> was like, all right, this clearly isn't for me. And I just knew that it wasn't. And my parents were super supportive and they were like, you can do whatever you want as long as you're not sitting, just sitting at home yeah. doing nothing, yep. which is amazing. I'm so thankful for that because a lot yes. of people don't have that. Yep. And I originally just went to college because I thought that's what you were supposed to do and uh-huh. everybody else was doing it. So uh-huh. I might as well go. Um, 
Hashtag waste of money. Literally. Um, <laughs> great for people like doctors and all that stuff. But, but need a degree. Need a degree, but for... <laughs> you know. Yes. We like trade school folks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so after I failed all my classes, I looked up makeup schools. I found one in Chicago and I was like, please, I want to go. Like, I want to go so bad. And my parents were like, you know, we can afford the classes, but we can't afford for you to live downtown Chicago. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculously expensive to live there. And, and that was 10 years ago. Exactly. And it was still crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. what it is now, but yeah. I had an aunt, um, a great aunt, my dad's aunt that lived in Cicero. Oh, nice. Um, and she lived walking distance from a train. So I would walk to the train every day. Oh, you were a metro girl. Oh, yeah. I felt like that I've, li- now that I've lived there, I can honestly live anywhere. Um, <laughs> the, we'll break, that terrifies me. Literally, we'll break for a short period, uh, for a short story time. I arrived to this, her house, and she's lived there for, for forever, Ever. literally since my dad was younger. So the area's <clears throat> a lot different now. Um, it's not the same anymore, so yeah. it's a little on the sketchy side. Yeah. So we show up, I'm like, we're pulling up, and I'm like, um, mom, it says we're almost here. Like that can't be right. Mm. And she was like, no, it's like right around this corner. I'm like, I, I have to walk by myself here. Like what is going on? Like I've never lived on my own. I've never been out of like the state and lived anything. Like I've lived at home this whole time. So this is a completely new experience to me. And I'm like, this just doesn't seem like a safe area. And so literally the next day I'm showering and my aunt comes and knocks on the door and goes, Hey, we're going to have to go to your uncle's house. Um, there was a shooting, um, right on the road next to us and there might be gang retaliation. So we'll have to go. And I was like, this is my first day in a new city by my, at least I have my aunt, but I have no friends here. You're what? Probably 18. Yeah. I was 18, 18 or 19. Maybe I were a kid. Yeah. I was like, what? what is going on? So that's a funny little story of that. But back into the <laughs> intro, I went to that school. It was four months. I graduated okay. from it. It was like a certification. Yeah. Um, so I take the train every day, go down there. It was Monday through Thursday. Awesome. After that, I came back, did makeup, did my bridal stuff. Yeah. Um, I was already doing that in high school, but I continued it now that I had some more yeah. education under my belt. Um, and then I obviously realized that you can only pretty much do wedding makeup on the weekends here and yep. can't really make that a full time, um, just quite yet. So I was like, all right, well, what else do I want to do? I want to do something in the beauty industry. And I loved skincare. So I was like esthetician school. So I looked up an esthetician school, went there, graduated there in 2016. So that was about six and a half years ago. Uh-huh. Um, worked for a bunch of different chains. I worked at yep. Woodhouse for a little bit. Yikes. I I think everybody has it along the way. Talk about high turnover. (laughs) Literally. Everybody I know has at least worked there for a day. Um, So went there, worked for there for a little bit, worked at a couple different places, worked on my own. Um, then found the beauty society cause, yep. um, that's Adam's sister. Um, oh, yes. I didn't know that. Nobody ever knows that wow. until I say it and they're like, this makes sense. And so they always ask like, did you know her first? And that's how you started dating yeah. Adam or the opposite way yeah. around. And so I started dating Adam. Um, and she was in year two of the beauty society at that oh, point, I think. Okay. Okay. So she was like, I'm hiring. Um, so I figured I'd ask you first. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I would love to. So Kind okay. of grew, regrew my passion there for the beauty industry because of the environment that she created for us. Yep. Um, a very just light and family more oriented. Yeah. More like, hey, you run your own schedule and as long as you do what you're supposed to do here, like, yeah. I'm not going to bother you. So yep. that kind of re 
Because at the point before that, I was like, I'm done yeah. with the beauty industry. Like, I'm like, I'll still do makeup, but I'm done trying to work for a spa because of the amount of bad experiences I had with bosses and owners that I was just like, I'm literally done. Like, I can't do another place. Like, I have worked in so many toxic environments that I can't do another one. So, luckily, that I stayed there for three years. It's the longest I've ever kept a job yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so that's pretty much where I'm at now. And then now I'm here. So, I own Black Label now. And have my own studio space and I am absolutely loving being a hundred percent self-employed. Um, it's a lot harder, life changing. (laughs) it is, but it's more rewarding. So it's, it's a good time. And I didn't realize how much you and I have in common because my podcast previous to this was like my number one business regret that I didn't start my business sooner. And I literally said, because I've had so many shit experiences in the industry that I just, that wasn't the path that I wanted to take. Absolutely. I didn't want to work for anybody else because they're psychos basically. Literally. I think (laughs) Sasha was the only person that I didn't work for that I worked for that wasn't a psycho and I loved it. And I'm still sad that I'm not with all those girls every day and in that environment. But of course I love being on my own, but she definitely has done an amazing job at making that a non catty. Yeah. Just supportive. I mean, when I left, it wasn't like you're leaving. It was very like, okay, how can we work together to make this happen? Like let's do on both terms. That's awesome. That's like never happened. No, that doesn't happen anywhere. No, most people like just cut ties with you and you're done. And I don't want to talk to you ever again kind of thing. And it was um, amazing the way that she like worked with me and supported me on that. And she kind of knew that that was my initial goal anyways. So it was from the start, which makes a difference. Yeah, it really does. As long as I feel like you're open and honest and have that conversation about your goals and what you want to do, it makes the conversation later down the road a lot easier to have. Well, yeah. And I mean, if you like, I was always scared to tell people that I wanted to like go out on my own because most owners are going to be like, Oh, you're not committed to us. Bye. Like I'm not going to hire you in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) So it's very secretive, like, and most environments were super competitive, very like nasty. Everybody talked shit in the break room. Like, I mean, the Woodhouse was just a prime example. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily with at the beauty society, it was very, um, we were all community. Like if, if someone was gone for the week, we would be like, you know, go see this person for your lashes. Like she'll take great care of you. So we flipped a lot of clients. It wasn't like, that's That's my client. That's why is she going to you? Yeah. It's very like, we're all going to build each other up here and we all, we all can grow together if we just all work together in that way. And it happened. So, yeah. And that's, I think you're probably trying to do the same thing with your business. I know that I am with mm-hmm. Kayla and May. It's like, just exactly like you said, you come in, you do your job and you leave. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to bust your ass because yes. quite frankly, I don't want to. Like, Yeah, that's too much. No, <laughs> like I don't have the energy to do that. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to just like make it through the day. Usually yes. I don't yeah. need to be anybody's boss. Yes. But tell us more about Project Evolve and kind of like how that got started. Yeah. So I um, have always loved community over competition. I used to do more of like influencer. We'll put quotes on that because I don't really even like that (laughs) word. But I used to do like, just to keep it straight, I used to keep doing, I used to do influencer work. Um, And I had a idea and I was going to have a Friendsgiving. But I was like wait, what if I just invited random girls that like we've all talked on the internet, but we've never actually met in person. Oh my God, you're so brave. And I was like, (laughs) that's literally terrifying to me, but it's something that I wanted to do for a long time. And I think it's something that lacked and even in that community at that time. So I was, I put it on my story and I had like 15 random girls come over to my house with a, 
each person brought a dish and that's kind of where I've always been community driven just because I never had one growing yeah. up and I've yeah. always felt out of place. But once I got into that community, I was like, well, I'm going to create my own then. And awesome. So I invited all those girls over and that's kind of where like that community over competition kind of stemmed from with me. For sure. Um, and then once I kind of phased out of that, I was like, how can I incorporate this into the industry and my job field now? And I feel like that's something that really lacks in this industry. I think yep. people, like you said, preach community over competition and it's just something people say, but don't actually show the actions behind it. Yep. Um, or just say it to make it look like their community yeah. and do that. It's catchy. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good little like motto to throw in there. Yeah. Um, so then when I got into the beauty industry, I was like, how can I do this? I partnered with somebody because again, community over competition just makes more sense sure. to do it with somebody if you yeah. can yep um could i do it by myself yes but kind of doesn't that defeat the purpose it's of what i'm literally point. talking yeah. about so i originally had a partner um didn't work out we won't go into too much detail about that yep. uh no hard feelings or whatever but just didn't work out wasn't a good yep. match um and then i met my current partner ashley um and sh we met through instagram she posted oh. and was like i would I'm looking for other um, estheticians in Indiana like to film content with. So I was like, yeah, come in, get a facial. We'll film some TikTok and yeah. Instagram content. And I don't know what – I just kept having this feeling of like – You were probably drawn to her. I, I was. Guess. I yeah. was drawn to her. Yep. And then it's almost like God put this like thought in my head and then just made me blurt it out because I literally <laughs> was thinking – she was talking about things that she was working on, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she has like – the same morals, the same values, like she wants to do the same. Everything shit. is really yeah. aligning yep. together. And I was like scarred from my last person that I was just like, mm -hmm. I don't want to ask, like, yep. let me just not. And then it just came out. Like I literally, like after I said it, I was like, I wasn't supposed to say, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> like I, now I want to take it back, but it's out now, <laughs> but it's already out and I already asked her. So now it's happening. So, and I told her this the other day, actually, I was like, I felt like I, it just literally came out. Like I, we barely even knew each other. Yeah. Um, we had a meeting the next week and we came up with project evolve co and planned our first event in one day sitting at a coffee shop oh my gosh. and it was a very long day, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it just was flowing so perfectly that I was like, like this can't be like wrong this has to be like where yeah. I'm supposed to like, be at because it just for so effortlessly flowed together yeah. and we so easily like went off of each other that yeah. I was just like this is too per like I was starting to get scared yeah. I was like this oh, yeah. is a little too this is going a little like, too are you gonna well. fuck me over <laughs> literally and I like kept pulling back I was like we wanted to do an in-person event and yeah my like imposter syndrome and also like my PTSD from the last mm. person was like, maybe we should just do a webinar. Like maybe we should just do this. And she was very adamant. She was like, no, we're, we're going to do the in-person in event. <laughs> and I kept like, getting, Suck it up. <laughs> yes. And finally I was just like, all right, I'm going to surrender to this idea. And like, we'll see just where it goes. And, um, we both have kind of the same backstory. I mean, we're both named Ashley, which is pretty funny too. Yeah, but, it is. <laughs> um, we both have the back, same backstory where we just like never really had a group that we fed into yeah. severely bullied throughout middle school and high school yeah. and just never felt like we belonged to a group. And then when we got in this industry, um, at the beginning, we didn't have back in the day, we didn't have like Instagram and uh -huh. all these things now. And it was it's not not catty anymore, but it was definitely a lot more catty oh, yeah. then than it is now. It's yes. very secret, secret, hush, hush. We're not yes. sharing anything. Oh, my gosh. So we both just coming from that and then, sh like, seeing that in the beauty industry, we're like, we 
me to create something that brings people together. But not only that, it's not just about, oh, let's create a community, but it's like educating that community because it, again, it's very secret, secret, hush, hush a lot of the time. And it really doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And (laughs) just like what you said, because I had the exact same experience when I got out of school, I went straight into makeup Mm -hmm. and I was contacting other local artists like, Hey, can I come shadow you? Like just to get the experience, like you don't have to pay me. Like I will literally hold your brushes for you. Yeah. No one would respond to me. Yeah. And it's like, what? I don't understand. I will never understand the concept because at the end of the day, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face, like you could have the recipe, but that doesn't mean that you can create it the same as somebody else. So I can give you literally my exact formula that I use for my business. It's not going to take away anything from me. You're not me. So like you're going to do it in your own way and that's going to be your thing, Yeah. but it can still be the same formula to get there. Yeah. And I mean, I could do your facial protocol, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. You could do mine and it wouldn't be the same. So you can take, I think the whole point of this is you take bits and pieces of ideas from other people yeah, and then you form it to make it your own. Exactly. Because you can't, there's no, I give guys, people so many pieces of advice, but that's Mm -hmm. the whole idea is like, you have to come to it on your own Yep, and you have to have your own experiences. Now I try and educate against like, Hey, don't go work for this spa chain. Yeah. Make sure you save money. Don't blow yes. it all when you first get started. Yep. But at the end of the day, it is also about the experiences because yeah. that's the only way you get to become a successful business owner. Exactly. Is by a lot of trial and error. Yes. And <laughs> hiring a coach, hopefully at some point. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Now, if someone were like just starting out in the industry, mm-hmm. what type of advice would you give them? Geez, where do I start? Okay. Um, first and foremost, I think in my personal opinion, it's important to work for somebody else before you go out on your own. I think it's definitely possible. I'm not saying it's impossible to completely go out of school and go out on your own. I know many people who have done it and have been successful for my personality type. I need to work for somebody else. Um, I not only feel like that helped me basically be able to get all my information out there, get clientele and learn without yep. spending my own money and failing uh-huh. early on in the game. Yep. Just working for somebody else is helpful. It gets you the experience. And again, you're not like spending all your money and failing on your own. There's a lot to learn outside of esthetician school. And I feel like it's easier It's not impossible. It's easier to go and work for somebody else and figure out what you really like before you just go and open up a studio and you're like, I want to try 20 different things. I also want to get educated in this, 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 and that. And I mean, if you have money saved and then like go for it, like, and you really have the drive and the motivation to do so and you have the money to back it up as well, then that's fine. But I don't think people realize how much it actually costs. And all the little things add up over time. So, I mean, I don't think, I definitely, like I said, don't think it's impossible to go right out on your own, but also it's just a little bit easier on yourself if you kind of figure out what you really like and then you can niche down and open up your own studio. And to add on to that, obviously working at other places, you're going to get their training. Yes. So you can take that training, not saying you should exploit your employer, yeah. <laughs> but take that training. Like I know so many waxers that start at like European wax or yeah. wax in the city. They learn how to do a really fast, good Brazilian. And then they go open their own wax studios from there Yeah, because you get the training. You understand exactly what it takes. Yep. And then you go do your own thing. Now, exactly like Ashley said, you can start your own thing right away. Like mm-hmm. me, I was like, 
no, 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 no. I don't want to work for anyone else. But it is a lot harder. I'm not going to lie. There are a lot more hurdles, a lot Mm -hmm. more um, very tough lessons to learn that often cost you money. Yeah. So kind of suck it up for a year or two. Learn those for free. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Learn those lessons for free. Save your precious dollars. And just, and I think it's also worth building clientele someplace too. Agreed. And so that way. And just a a social media presence as well. Because I feel like a lot of people, they go out on their own and you don't realize now that you are the marketing person. You are the financial person. You are the person who performs services. You are the customer service person. You are literally everything in your business. Yep. And you can at least go and work for someone else. Luckily, like I worked for someone who kind of knew what I was going to do. So for that three years, I really built up my presence on my Mm -hmm. social media so that when I left, all those people were like, this is so awesome. Ashley's opening up on her own. Like I already had those people. And that doesn't mean not all my clients followed me. I lost oh, a yeah. lot of my clients sure. because of convenience of where they were at and because yep. the girls there are amazing too. So yep. if it's convenient and they're amazing and they know they can receive the same service, why would they travel 45 minutes exactly. extra to where I'm at? So yep. I got a lot of the, my clients to follow me, but also a lot stayed there. But it still like allowed me to create, basically create my business before even opening my business, which was so helpful. And not only That's that- That's what you want. But I saved so much money knowing that I wanted to do this by myself. And I'm so happy that I did. I saved $20,000 before I allowed myself to open. And I, it was That's not. That's pretty fucking good because I had like pennies. Yeah. I, and I am so thankful for that because yeah. it hasn't, do I get in some sticky situations every once in a while? Yeah. Sure. Because it's part of being a business owner. Yeah. But yeah. also I wanted to make sure that if I didn't have one single client that month that I could afford rent. Yes. So for sure. And my piece of advice to people is if you know that you want to open your own business, make that plan right away. Yes. Like come out of school with a plan in mind. And I just talked about this literally on the last episode, but if you don't have a plan in mind and you're just going to work for some random place, then you're literally throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what's going to stick. Yep. You're not going to know what you like right out of school. Chances are. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have some form of an idea in your mind, it's going to be a lot harder to go out on your own. Yeah. yeah. And setting a deadline too, I think is super important. Like I'm going to work yes. somewhere for a year mm-hmm. before I leave or two years or five years, what, whatever it looks like for you. Um, so it creates that urgency in the yes, mind yeah. and it also gives you a goal mm-hmm. and a little bit of freedom and a little bit of peace of mind because yep. then it's something to work towards. Yes. You get excited about, okay, I only have six months left here. What can I get from this one yeah. here? But what can I do to plan my business while I'm still working here? Yeah. And not only creating that big goal, but we just learned about this in our webinar from Sasha the other day. Um, creating the action steps to actually get to that goal. And like you said, setting that date, because if you just say one day I want to work for myself. Okay. Well, that's probably honestly never going to happen because you're just like you said, throwing spaghetti at the wall and be like, well, I want to work for myself one day. It's like, well, no, no, no. We, what do you have to do to get there? Cause you don't just like come to work one day and decide you want to work for yourself. And then you just leave and have a studio space and all of the necessities for the studio space and the clients and all that stuff and the marketing strategy and all of that, like you need those action steps or you're not going to get to that goal. Yep. And literally, it's so <laughs> funny that this is aligning perfectly with the last episode, but I was like, make your business name, get your business branding, yes. secure your social media handles, mm-hmm. get your LLC and EIN, get all of those things in place before you even like think about potentially yeah. leaving your job. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really valuable just 
to have that concrete plan in mind when you go to work for someone else. Yeah. And if you don't choose to work for someone else, you don't. Yeah. But, sometimes that's, yeah, it just, there's so many different avenues in this. And if you want to yeah. own your business and your own studio, that's fine. And if you want to work for someone else and you want to turn off at the end of the day when you leave work too, yeah. because you 100%, know, there are want, people like that. That's yeah. okay too. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people define, um, being a successful esthetician sometimes as if you work for somebody else or if you're on your own. And that's yeah. definitely not, that doesn't define success as an esthetician. It's just what you really want to choose to do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's two totally different worlds. Exactly. It's two totally different personality types. Mm-hmm. Like my esthetician may, when I interviewed her, she was like, I have no desire to run my own business. Like I'm completely fine yeah. coming in, taking clients, checking out. Perfect. But Kayla, she actually started her own LLC. And okay, it's cool. me, yeah, it's me kind of coaching her to build her own nice. business. That's along awesome. The way. Yeah. So it, it's two totally different people. Yeah. But for people like us, it's like, we'd rather have that freedom, the flexibility. Yeah. I don't want people to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> it literally said that in the last episode. I was like, I want to look how I want to look. I want to yeah. talk how I want to talk. And I just want to be left alone. Yeah. Basically. I don't want to be told even in the kindest way or like from someone that I love to work for. I just don't even tell me what to do. I've always been like that yeah. since I was younger. Just don't Very tell headstrong. me what to do. Yeah. And those, those people are the people Taurus that will have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cab. So we're, we're pretty strong and stringent yes. type people, but yeah, I, there are so many avenues, but I think, again, just going back to having that plan, regardless yes. of what you're going to do, the, the solid concrete steps. And then kind of the last piece that I want to touch on is a little different view of yeah. the community over competition. I think competition gets kind of a bad rap Yes, because agreed. I'm a highly competitive person. Yes. I played sports in high school. I'm a competitive mm-hmm. power lifter. And I, I just love winning. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat yep. it. Like, I just love being the best. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that, and that's going to sound cheesy as shit, but that you only compete with yourself. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. Yeah. So there is nothing wrong with being competitive. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I found that I can't even follow a lot of the other local girls just because it's too... It sets my mind frame in that competition yes, yeah. and I'll start to focus on them too much. Mm-hmm. And it's not a them thing. It's a me thing. Yeah. I have to have blinders on when it comes to my business. Yeah. And I think that setting monthly goals for yourself is mm-hmm. super important because you're constantly, then you're like, oh shit. Okay. Next month, like I'm going to push myself to do even better. Yep. It's not about what somebody else is doing, but it's about what you can be doing every single month to do better for not only yourself, but your business Yeah. and wherever you want to be in a year or five years or 10 years. Yeah. Like are your steps today getting you there? That's who you should be competing with. And I don't really think that's talked about enough either. No, it's not. And that's a lot of the times, um, it's funny that you said the blinders things because I add that into almost every webinar, live speaking event, everything that I talk about. I use the analogy, like a horse has those blinders on in a race, not so that they don't look at the other person. Because if you look at that other person, you're not focusing on the main goal ahead of you and you're pushing yourself further back. If you would have just put those blinders on, stay in your lane and stay in your lane, but still have community if you want, but also like stay in your lane. And like you said, like, I'm not looking at someone else and being like, well, she has this many clients. So why don't I have that many clients? Like, it's like, that is really hard. You need to turn around and look at myself and be like, okay, well, what am I doing? That's not 
allowing me to have more clients or what do I need to put into place to make sure that I have that? Like you said, setting those monthly goals with yourself yep. instead of being like, well, I want what she has. Well, sorry, you're not her. So that's not going to happen. It's not going to be the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. And chances are you run two totally different businesses. Yes. Like there's a local, I'll use the word competitor here, but they're a local spa and yeah. they're extremely well known. Mm -hmm. They're very booked out. And a lot of times I'll catch myself looking at them. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but they specialize in waxing. Mm -hmm. Like we're corrective skin and injectables. Like yeah. not the same thing yep. at all. Two totally different types of clients, mm -hmm. two totally different types of rebooking. So it's not the same fucking thing. No. You have to put <laughs> those blinders on because if you're constantly like looking at someone else, like mm -hmm. what are they doing? What are they doing? Let me try their marketing strategy. Your business is going to suffer because of it because yeah. you're not focused on you. It's not going to get you where you want to be. It's only going to make you honestly burn out. It's going to make you hate what you're supposed to love doing. Yeah. Cause you're not doing it for yourself anymore. You're doing it. Yeah, you're based doing it off to of, uh, Exactly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, competition is definitely important. You definitely need it for with sure. yourself um, to, to definitely get to your goals. I'm very competitive too. Um, when it comes to things like that, like if yep. I play a game, I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to win. Sorry. I'm like, I love you, but I'll crush I you. I don't care how it's going to happen, but I'm going to win. I'll maybe say sorry that it, that I won to you at the end, but I still won. So. Yeah. Well, and I think this depends on your personality type too. Like for me, community over competition is a fine line. Because yes. Yeah. It's not that I, I don't want to like interact with other professionals, yeah. but it's also like, okay, at the end of the day, we're doing the same thing. So it's hard for me to separate that sometimes. Yes. And yeah. I don't necessarily like put myself out there in the industry. I think also because of some PTSD from yes. early on. Yeah. But it's also like, okay, I know that I just have to like focus, 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 focus. Yep. Like I can't be involved in anything else. Yeah. And that sounds bad to say, but. No, that's just your personality that's, that's type. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I feel like you can still be competitive and you still have that community aspect where like, hey, we're sitting here and doing a podcast right now. Exactly. This is community over competition yeah. right here. But that doesn't mean you have to go meet with a bunch of people or do all those kinds of things. And, and I think that's my turn off. Like yes. I'm, I'm not down with that. Yeah. And like, that's just not some people's vibe and that's no. fine. But I definitely have to surround myself with other individuals in the industry For too, sure. because a lot of the times I let imposter syndrome take over or I just not get lazy, but just get unmotivated, I think because of that imposter syndrome. So for me and my personality type, hanging out with other women who are in the same boat as me in the same industry only motivates me more to do better and not even to be like better than them, but to just be better than I was before. And it's sure. nice to surround yourself with those encouraging people who are like, you can be a sounding board for each other. And it's like, even if you did steal my idea, it's again, not going to be the same. Okay. So really, I think the last piece of this is, and I know that Ashley's going to agree with this is Finding your tribe, again, as cheesy as that sounds, like, find your tribe, <laughs> find your tribe. But you do have to find those people that you connect with. Like, mm -hmm. Ashley and I were just sitting here talking, like, we have a lot of similarities that I didn't know before. And I enjoy people like that, like, sitting down one-on-one, -on -one. like, the group setting, not my thing. Yeah. But I like connecting closely with people like this. Mm -hmm. I quite enjoy that. But Ashley's more of a group person. Yes. So I think we definitely highly encourage you to get connected if you're just coming out of school or if you're a couple of years into the industry even mm -hmm. and you're kind of struggling to find a path that you feel works well for you or if you're just really feeling disconnected. Um, I think it's worthwhile to figure out if you like doing the big group connection, yeah. if you're really into that type of networking 
or maybe you follow a couple people and you're like, you know, that seems like we'd really vibe well, like just send them a message. And I know both Ashley and I are the same way. Like we'll respond. Like if we have time to meet with you, we'll meet with you. Um, but I think you have to connect in some way because just speaking as someone who's like gone about it on my own for so (laughs) long, you do start to burn out Yeah, and you start to like look around you like, Oh, everyone else is doing this Mm -hmm. and everybody else has, you know, business besties in the industry. Yeah. Um, you, you kind of need that as much as you might not want it. I do think it is important to have. Yeah. Community over competition doesn't mean you have to have be best friends with every single esthetician or beauty industry babe in the industry. It just yeah. means finding your people and supporting each other and creating an environment where you can be yourselves in and motivate each other. And if you're more of a one-on-one, like you said, like that's fine too. That doesn't mean you're not community over competition. And if you want to be friends with everybody, that's fine too. But I think it's just about finding, like you said, your tribe and relating to other people, being able to be motivated, being able to have a sounding board, being able to be encouraged and filled up, being able to relate to someone who's in the same industry. Um, It's just really important part of, especially if you're a solo esthetician, being able to connect with someone so you don't feel so alone and that burnout and that, and that feeling. Well, and chances are um, people have probably gone through the exact same things that you're dealing with Mm -hmm. or you're going to go through some things that they've already dealt with. Yes. And it's extremely worthwhile to have that connection point because otherwise, again, you're just throwing shit at the wall (laughs) seeing what's going to stick. Probably going to cost you a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of pain. And you want to avoid that if you can. Like, yeah, you want to learn valuable lessons, but you don't want it to be a super painful experience every single time. In the slightest, not at all. Just be kind. That's all you have to really be. Be kind, find your people, and keep yourself as your number one competition. We're going to end it on that. (laughs) We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey there. Before you go, would you love $10 off a skin treatment at the Glow Lounge? You can enjoy a facial, chemical peel, microneedling, or nano infusion at our boutique med spa with $10 off when you leave an honest review for our show. We would so love to know what you think. Just take a screenshot of your review and show it at your next appointment. Thank you all so much for your love and support. We're wishing you the most glowing skin. Until next time.